This is Chris Sullivan, and you are listening to the Angry Millennial Podcast. Thanks for tuning in, and welcome to the Angry Millennial Podcast with your host, Jose Rosado, and co-host, Stevie Chris, where we talk to creatives and entrepreneurs from all walks of life and passions about the creative lifestyle, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Be sure to check out our site, theangrymillennialshow.com, and sign up for our newsletter to be eligible for prizes and giveaways, as well as stay up to date with new shows and upcoming guests. Hope you enjoy the show. Hey guys, who doesn't love really well-designed photography clothing? Check out clickgearclothing.com, a lifestyle for urban photographers. All Angry Millennial listeners can use coupon code ANGRYPHOTO to receive 20% off any order. And the first three people who sign up for our newsletter after the show will get a free $25 gift card. Now, guys, be sure to also check them out on Instagram at clickgearclothingltd. What's going on, AM Nation? And welcome to the Angry Millennials Show, where we chat with creatives and entrepreneurs about the creative lifestyle, the good, the bad, the ugly. Today, we have photographer, pixel pusher, Roaming Gypsy and Crude Canuck Renee Robin. Renee, thanks for coming back on. How you doing? I'm doing really well. How are you doing? <laughs> Not too bad. <laughs> so I know. I'm impressed you kept a straight face through all of that. I did. I did. Because for you listeners, guys are for listeners uh, we were definitely <laughs> trying to distract. Well, TV was trying to distract right. Jose. And yeah. Yeah. I, I got to keep him on his toes. He does. He does. <laughs> I got to be the loose cannon one. (laughs) He's a wild card. He's a wild card in the group. Yeah, 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 for sure. (laughs) So I know right now you're uh, you're kind of trancing around Europe like Jason Bourne. So uh, why don't you tell (laughs) us a bit about what you're doing there um, and where you're right now? Because I know you're 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 kind of hopping around a little bit. I tell you that I'm going to have to kill you. No, right now I am in Amsterdam, so I'm in Holland and getting used to the time zone. Uh, I don't travel across time zones very well. It just kind of beats the crap out of me. I know right. some people who can jump city to city, country to country, and they don't notice it. But God, I show up here and I'm in bad shape for like four or five days. So <laughs> I am getting used to the time zone here and I'm headed down to Venice, Italy to do some shooting and a workshop with Trey Ratcliffe. That uh, is awesome. Yeah, wow. I got 10 10 days in, in Venice there. So that's the other reason is that I can't show up for that tired. <laughs> no, for sure. For sure. <laughs> that's going to be because it's Carnival, right? So yeah. that's going to be. Nuts. And that's going to be how long? 10 days. Wow. So, so that's going to be insane. 10-day workshop? That's intense. Yeah. I think it's mostly a 7-day workshop and then we have got pre-work ahead of it. But I mean, right. all in all, it's just it's 10 days yeah. of craziness. So yeah. yeah. And which is, I'm super excited about it. And then after that, uh, we have, I'm going to be in Belgium. I'll be back in Holland. I might head over to Prague. I really wanted to hit Denmark and, um, I really wanted to go up to Stockholm as well this trip, but I don't mm-hmm. think it's going to, so, yeah. uh, yeah. next time I'll be back. I mean, yeah, fuck, sure. I'll just have to come back. Oh, heartbreaking. Life yeah, is yeah. over. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I have to come back to one of my favorite places on the planet. Fuck. <laughs> That's awesome. So congrats. God, that sucks. Thanks. Yeah, I know. <laughs> How's so, that snowstorm going? I know. I was going to say, we're so <laughs> snowed in over here in Maryland. Yeah. We needed it. Crazy weather like, here. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's been like 65 the whole winter. We needed something. It was 70 on Christmas. Gas. We were definitely asking for it. That's for sure. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's like poking the bear. Like, what? You got grass here on Christmas, motherfucker. Mother <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that's cute. Fuck yeah. you. Three feet of snow. <laughs> eat a dick. Yeah. I'm like, no. You like me now. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like a dedicated Weezer day. I don't know. Yeah. I, was, I, I listened to a wild Weezer that day. Made sense. That's funny. You so, would listen to Weezer. Yeah, as he swings around his glass, his nice snifter glass. Oh, I didn't even realize I did that. Sorry. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> um, so thanks for coming back on. And and as you know, you were one of the more talked about guests we had on early on in the show at Photo Plus last year. Really? Uh, yeah, you had a lot. You had a lot to say about uh, trolls. Yeah. Let's be real. And it, yeah, they're all they're all dicks, and that's why their name is trolls, right? And um, so is that like still a never ending fight for you nowadays? Yes. Well, I mean, it's been it's been like a little bit more quiet this year or this part of the month. I think it's mostly because most of the trolls' parents took away their computers for Christmas. <laughs> so <laughs> they nice. took away their computers and bought them all like medium format cameras. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Whatever it is. I just hope that they hate life as much as I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. See, this, is, this is how we really feel a lot of times. We just don't want to <laughs> yeah. well, say I, it. I think it's so funny because like in the photography world, everyone has to be so fucking PC with, you know, oh, if you don't pay it any attention, it won't this, it won't that. And I mean, there's, and I hate to pull this card, but it is a fact, you know, being Female on the internet is a very different experience than being male on the internet. Mm, and then sure. you add public figure on top of that. Uh, people are fucking dicks sometimes. Oh, and they, they was, yeah, yeah. yeah, and there was a point where I was I was being, you know, doing the the high road of just not going after anybody and just like pretending it didn't exist and it got worse and worse and worse and worse and the shit people would send me was un fucking believable wow. so i just started going after them i changed my brand i was like all right fuck you guys <laughs> and, <laughs> and i just started chasing after people i was just like no this is not okay this is not acceptable i will not ignore you know the way you're treating me this is not how you treat another human being right mm-hmm. and so just standing up it's just and now i have the reputation online because when somebody says stuff like that people will comment on me like oh man don't do fuck don't fucking do that delete your comment (laughs) bro you don't know what's gonna happen to you right now yeah i know what you commented last summer yeah yeah Yeah. for sure wow pun (laughs) so speaking of trolls i loved your video uh by smug mug it was really well done and, you know, it, so my question is, did people really not believe that you were riding the bike in that video? Yeah, that was fucking stupid. <laughs> I, I started seeing this and that. Did you watch it? That's the one thing you're going to fucking comment on is you're a chick. You, so who was riding that bike for you? Because clearly uh, it wasn't you. Yeah. And I knew that was going to be a thing when we had the tinted visor on. But when I shipped my gear down, thinking it was going to be California, uh, yeah. you know, I was like, well, It'll be, we'll be filming in the day and it'll be bright and sunny. And it was, of course, the one fucking day that we booked the bike was the one day it pissed rain and it was so fucking cold. (laughs) But yeah, I had like so many comments from people and in private emails, fortunately, like people are getting smart enough not to comment it publicly on my wall because, well, (laughs) yeah, yeah, (laughs) a screenshot. She actually has had little tiny heads of trolls that she like puts on little stakes in her email signature, so people just know, don't fuck with her. 
That'd be a really, really, really good, you know, wall of shame thing. Yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> oh my Both god, it was. <laughs> so those shots. I mean, that that video. Tell us a little bit about it. You know, I mean, you mentioned, um, you know, being a, a bigger personality online. So obviously that that smug mug thing. You obviously have a working relationship with them. Um, you know, a lot of people know you have a working relationship with like Intel and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you know, so two things. One. Are they totally on board with how crass you are? Or do you feel like sometimes maybe, <laughs> maybe possibly you have to tone it down a little bit? Or if they're just like, no, it's great. You're an, you're an empowering, awesome female figure who doesn't take shit from anyone. We want that. I guess you know? it depends who you talk to over there. But I think so far so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. No, I mean, I mean, Smug has been amazing. Uh, you know, I was introduced to Smugmug through Michael Bonacore, uh, mm-hmm. who's now over at Resource, and we were posted in the same blog post together. Mm-hmm. And he introduced me to Smugmug. He's like, "Dude, you got to get on this service." And I was like, "What the hell is a service? What is Smugmug?" I mean, I'm forever a dinosaur on technology. I'm never up with the times at all. Because you're and Canadian, so, but go on. Yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> Want to go there, bro? Huh? <laughs> Throw down. Yeah. Oh man. I'm going to have to turn into a referee in this one. Yeah, oh, for sure. <laughs> That'd be really awkward having you be the referee. <laughs> Usually you're the shit disturber. Yeah. Awkward um, or awesome? <laughs> He's really weird. Um, but in other case, so Michael introduced me to the service and, and I was just like, holy shit, this is awesome. You know, like I can sell prints through here. I can sell stock through here. I have, you know, private galleries for all my clients and security and you know, I can store all my fucking images, unlimited storage, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, what? You know, that's a thing. Yeah, that's and on top of that, the people who work there are fucking cool. You know, like the, their <laughs> staff are amazing. And, you know, the way the company is run is a way that I really, I really agree with. Mm-hmm. And I have a really, I have a, a moral thing that I don't like signing on to companies that I, that don't operate in a way that I feel comfortable yeah, operating sure. myself yeah. within. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. uh, yeah, it was, you know, all of that went down and I was, I would see these smug mug videos that they had put out, you know, their, their videographer, uh, cinematographer guru behind the videos is Anton Lorimay. I might be pronouncing that wrong. And I just saw these videos and I was just like, holy shit. Like they're, they're amazing. They're beautiful. And I was like such a fan of the series. And then through a series of events, all of a sudden they're saying, Hey, you want to film a video about you? And I was like, what? <laughs> What the fuck is this? (laughs) And I I didn't believe it, you know, was even real until it finally went live, you know, in, in, I believe end of August, beginning of September. Right. So what what was that like? You know, the, the, the filming process, you know, you said it was in California, went down there, you had, you know, you rented a bike and you did all this kind of stuff. I mean, that must've been quite an experience. It was an amazing experience. It was so good. I mean, it was, uh, cold (laughs) people don't realize like that part of california is much different than la (laughs) yeah totally i mean and it's it's fucking december so i mean it's not like december back up in canada yeah Yeah. uh but i mean one of the challenges that we had was was how do we just how do we portray somebody who travels full-time without having to go to all these different countries around the world i mean i was traveling and i mean i've been i've been traveling nonstop now for uh, over four years, uh, I changed cities every three to five days for, well, three to seven days every, every day for four years now, Wow, which is exhausting, Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but it's awesome. <laughs> uh, and 
so it was like, well, how do we do that? You know? And so we had tossed around, you know, shipping, uh, Anton along to some of the locations I was going to, I was going to be in Hawaii. I was going to be in, you know, Europe and so on and so forth. And it was just, you know, central America, it was going to cost too much. And we were just like, eh, right. fuck that. So it was try to find an area, uh, in the States that has a lot of diverse look to it. And mm-hmm. sure enough, I mean, California around the, the Bay area was able to del- deliver that for us within a four hour drive. Oh yeah, for sure. So we were able to hit the redwoods. You we were able to hit, you know, the sand dunes, the ocean, yeah, um, yeah. you know, and then of course the mountains, the, the motorcycle scene at the mountain, which was just amazing. I mean, that yeah. was, that was the hardest day of filming. There's no question about that. I was fucking brutal. Uh, I didn't ship my rain gear, which would have been smart, but filming in rain gear looks like shit anyways. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, we want like this to look cool. Suffer, yeah. goddammit. <laughs> you look like some sort of uh, cross-country biker who's like a German police officer. Oh, you know, okay. like they're just, they're just weird looking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just no good. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it was it was the one day that we we'd rented the bike was mm. the one day it just poured rain. And you can see it in the video if you watch it. I mean, it is it's fucking raining yeah we'll definitely and, <laughs> link to it in the uh, yeah, in show notes yeah so i mean we're we're filming there and so it was about a 45 minute drive to the base of the mountain and the base of the mountain is when we started filming and mm. so by the time i got to the base of the mountain i was soaked i mean five minutes into riding i was soaked right. yeah so we get to the base of the mountain and uh uh sorry there i just had a note come through um anyways <laughs> Um, brain. Okay, so yeah. You were so we cold. Got to the base of the yeah, yeah. Got to, got to the base mountain. <laughs> fucking cold. And so we're climbing. We're climbing up the mountain, and we're filming. And the ride is is pretty technical. Uh, it wouldn't have been so bad if it was dry, but because it was it was really wet and really slippery, and there was lots of mud that had washed across the road. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are all a lot of a lot of risk and a lot of danger on something as two wheels, especially considering I'd never ridden a Ducati before that day. I'd never mm-hmm. ridden that bike before except yeah, for yeah. that day. So. Uh, you know, it was, I mean, the Ducati is an incredible piece of machinery and it's easy to ride, but so we're going up this really technical mountain and it's getting colder and colder mm-hmm. and colder and colder and colder. Yeah. And by the time we got, we had to stop at one point because I was starting to have a hard time seeing, I was so cold and I got into the van to warm up and my hands, I took my gloves off. My hands were completely blue. Ooh. I was just like, Oh, this is bad. I'm yeah. so cold right now. <laughs> <laughs> and we still weren't at the top of the mountain. So it was just like, okay, we have to get wow. back in you know, and, and get to the top. And when you're, when you're filming with a 16 to 35 mil lens, oh, wow. so you were, you were that close on the, on the, the just a few inches on the bumper as, wow. as often as possible. Yeah. And then we switched it up to, I believe a 135 or a hundred mil. I think it was a 135. So we got some shots that I could be further back. So I wasn't have to be so worried, but we had to keep our speeds so specific between right. yeah. bike and, and the van. And, you know, we're going up this extremely tight, ride it was just it was awesome but it was just it was yeah. an experience you know <laughs> oh for sure for sure how, how many days like filming was the whole thing i believe that's called stutton <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> i do my own stunts <laughs> uh, add, add that to your bio yeah <laughs> um another case no it was I, I believe it was five days in total um, oh, wow. We did okay. studio shooting and then all the location shooting and stuff like that. Um, we did have one day where we rented a dune buggy because we were doing the shots out in what? the dunes. That's and, cool. Well, we didn't we didn't have as much fun as we wanted to because it was like we could get the really fun dune buggy and then film nothing because we'll be riding <laughs> dune buggies. 
or he's got <laughs> the boring dune buggy that's going to carry all the gear. Right, right. <laughs> it's going to get us to where we need to go safely. <laughs> We're like, yeah. ah. Okay, You're a glorified golf cart today, dude, yeah. Buggy. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. That's we're like, so, so hills, and we're like, we have to push this fucking thing. But <laughs> you know, it kept the gear safe, and that was the point. And we're like, all right, yeah. well, we'll we'll be stupid another day because I mean, at the end of the day, you're still on somebody's diamond being a professional. So right, right, right. <sighs> Sad <Nice>. pandas. <laughs> That's awesome. No, I mean it. It, yeah, for people who haven't seen it, that video was amazing and, you know, was uh, – I never knew about that series prior. I had known about Smug Mug, but when I saw the the production value that went into that video, it was it was yeah top notch, you know? Yeah, I mean, for, all, I mean, for all you trolls out there, shut up now, okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> five, five days of filming went into making a three-minute video. Like, that's fucking respect. <laughs> you know? That's we'll awesome. find you. Yeah. We'll find all of you. <laughs> Find you, you find your fucking pets. No, <laughs> just kidding. I would never hurt somebody's pets. No, of course not. So, uh, <laughs> so how I know you mentioned it a little bit, but I, I want to talk about a little bit about people who know you, know your relationship with Smug Mug, and like you mentioned, Intel. Um, <laughs> can you tell us a bit about those relationships and kind of how they got started for people who, you know, like we all know, a lot of people, all, everyone wants to say they have those kind of working relationships with amazing companies. Uh, it's just networking. That's all it is. I mean, it's mm. it's networking, yeah. putting out consistent work and consistently good work and having a good reputation around that. And in my case, uh, particularly on the on the technology side of things, being capable of pushing the boundaries and pushing what technology uh, can do. And so, uh, yeah. one of the things I was I was uh, asked to do was to stress test some of the new Intel's. Uh, hard drives and hardware and stuff like that. And yeah, nice. some of that stuff's pretty awesome and some of it are broke. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Cause people, people don't know your work is uh, you have a lot of heavy Photoshop use and stuff like that, that you do. And, and like we all know as photographers that yeah. it's a lot of strain on your, on your gear. Yeah, absolutely. Bit. Yeah. I mean, I've got, I've got a, a pretty awesome system now. Um, that was, um, it's it's awesome and even that even still i'll still clock this thing out a little bit i mean it's it's just a laptop so you can only make it so good but it's right. a portable desktop this thing this <laughs> my laptop with my with the power converter and everything mm-hmm. is damn near 30 pounds it's stupid <laughs> wow <laughs> but it's got rig. like yeah. three ssd drives and 32 gigs of ram and you know oh, it's oh yeah, that's sexy fucking halts. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i know right no, that's like, definitely more than most people's <laughs> laptops. I don't care. What, I don't care whether you're Mac or PC. That's pretty fucking diesel. At you the, won't get that at up. the time, oh, at, yeah. Mac doesn't actually make anything that'll do this. So oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We were saying before, Renee does not drink the apple juice. But yet yeah, she has she has an iPhone, so she's yeah. a little bit, little bit of, little bit. Of, it was Chinese sip. water torture apple juice. <laughs> you will Just fucking a sip. drink this. <laughs> <laughs> It's all because it's all the whole reason why I use an iPhone is because most of the people, uh, most of the business world use Mm -hmm. Apple and they use iMessage. So people who use Android are used to using alternative means of communication like WhatsApp and iBear and whatever else. Especially when you're traveling so much. Yeah. 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 And people who are iPhone users are snobs and they're like, if it's not iMessage, (laughs) it doesn't exist. Fuck you. So. (laughs) Uh, I just use telegrams and doves and owls, but, you know. We can't all be that cool. Send, send the ravens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Send the 
That's <laughs> so good. Yeah. <laughs> if I have, if I ever get fucking legions, I'm going to get a whole bunch of phones and I'm going to call them all ravens. And that's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to, I like yeah. to see that. I definitely like to see I'm that. I'm going to make it sound way more cool than it actually is. Like, right. actually, it's just a bunch of kids with blackberries, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's all about perception. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's actually so, one of the things that pisses me off about the photography world, but I'm sure we can get to that. Oh, no, you know what? You you are leading in perfectly for my next question. Um, you know, oh shit! Yeah, yeah. You've been pretty transparent, obviously, when it comes to the not so glamorous side of photography, um, mm-hmm. to the point where it's kind of like your 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 trademark. You know, um, were you always like that, or was it something that just kind of came out as you got more into, um, you know? the the photography world and stuff like that. I think it was always like that to a certain degree, but mm-hmm. uh, the more professional I got in my photography work, uh, the more I started getting extremely frustrated with a lot of the perceived professional world of photography. Right. I started getting into it and I was, I just saw behind the scenes and the curtains were pulled back and I was like, this is fucking bullshit. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I just like, I think it's such horseshit. Cause people are like, Oh, this perception of like, put out your best work and you never make mistakes and you never this and you never that. And yeah. I fucking believed it. Like a lot of people do when they're first getting into this kind of stuff. They're just like, they see these icons in photography and art and they're just like, how do people get there? And there's no relation, right? right. There's no, you know, mm-hmm. people will sit there and sometimes talk about like, oh, well, you know, when I started and they'll share like a photo or two, <laughs> but really, the photos that they have that are out on the social media or out on the Internet anywhere are, right. are severely monitored and they're carefully called and everything like that. And yeah, sure. Whatever. It's fucking great. Congratulations. You're a good artist. But you weren't fucking born that way. You right. know, right. you went through trials, you went through tribulations. And at one point you were fucking awful. Admit it. And I think that's just, <laughs> it's, it's so disheartening. It's so disheartening. Cause I remember being that artist. Cause I mean, I've only been doing this six years. I mean, I've been, I've been in the industry now mm-hmm. for uh, March will be my 18th year. But, uh, as far as professional photography goes, this is, I'm only six, five and a half years in, not even wow. six, five years. Uh, and so it's just, you see all of a sudden behind the scenes and you're just like, you know, some of these people that just they're they're barely keeping together by their teeth, you know, and it's just yeah. because yeah. they've innovated, they have, you know, done all the things that they thought they could do and a whole bunch of shit failed and then a whole bunch of stuff was really awesome. And, you know, some people got lucky, some people didn't, and some people really weren't lucky for a really long time before something broke. You know, and I just mm-hmm. I hate the whole facade of, you know, oh, just because you're a pro, you fucking know everything, because it's such bullshit. Yeah. You know, like, of course, professionals <laughs> yeah. are professionals for a reason because they know a lot. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah you know but, your craft. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But everybody started somewhere and I just I can't stand the artificial, you know, facade that goes in front of it. And it and it's not just photography. I mean, it goes it goes for everything, how everything's so carefully marketed and, and structured. And it, it's just so fake. It sucks. Yeah. It? You just hate it's just people. so in front of your face now. Now you just see it so much easier. It's. Uh, yeah, so and it's it's, just, just why, you know, to what fucking purpose? Everybody knows that, guess what? Your selfie was edited by some shitty app because we can all fucking tell. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, I, I just, it's it's something that, that I really tackle head on with a lot with the industry. Um, mm-hmm. It's just this, it's this attack on falseness. Uh, I'm, I'm tired of it and I don't want to be a part of it. 
And, you know, is it possible that that has cost me work because of my opinions and that, you know, that perception isn't there that I'm a fucking God and I know everything about Photoshop? Maybe, but I'm fine <laughs> with that. Yeah. I don't want to work with those people anyways. Exactly. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's, I don't want to work with it. companies. I don't want to work with companies that are fake. I don't want to work with companies mm-hmm. that, that, for, that push a lie, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. Anyways, I could, I could soapbox on that for a long no, ass I, time. And believe me, <laughs> that's, 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 yeah. And that's why we had you on. I mean, so what, what would you yeah. say is like your favorite social media platform? You know, maybe like, since obviously you're, you're, as all of us have to be, we have to be on the unfortunate cutting edge of a lot of them, you know? Um, Anytime social media is mentioned, I, I have to bite my damn tongue. It's yeah. so hard. Yeah. You know, you, and you, you know me, I get so, yeah. I get so salty and I can, I just start screaming at the world about it because it's so frustrating. Well, like you said, Renee, it's, it's all such bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Bullshit. It's so fucking but. fake. So, I mean, I have a love hate relationship with social media because if it wasn't for social media, I wouldn't have a majority of my career. And am I extremely fucking grateful for every single person who, you know, likes comments, shares, mm-hmm. uh, you know, says good things about my work, which of course turns into possibly me getting work and being able to share work with other people. Absolutely. You know, I would be mm-hmm. nowhere without those people. And, uh, I don't know enough ways to say thank you to that, to everybody. On the other hand, nothing hates me, makes me hate life more than tuning onto social media <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because of sure. fakeness. But it is, I mean, it is slowly changing. I mean, there's a lot of photographers out there who are very honest and, and, and artists and actors and whatever else, musicians that are, that have a very honest perception and persona, which is refreshing as hell. Right. Uh, yeah. But as far as my favorite social media uh, would go, I would say Instagram because people mm-hmm. can't edit my picture and put it in the fucking comments. <laughs> <laughs> but unfo- I, honestly, I think unfortunately, since they got bought up by Facebook, I think it's coming. It's got to be coming. People posting. I don't know. Fu- Imagine people posting fucking memes in in Instagram comments and shit. I could totally see that being. A to thing. be fair, I love a good meme war. That's yeah. like <laughs> I will fucking cry from laughter on a good yeah. meme war. They're exactly. so funny. Even just to watch them, you watch people go at it. I watched. I watched Kate, and normally I would not state the sexual nature of said people involved, but in this case, it actually matters. I watched two gay guys go at it on a on a meme war, yeah. and I was in fucking tears for hours. <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing, and I couldn't stop reading. It was the funniest thing I've ever fucking read, and they were That's both awesome. really, really sassy. It was just yeah. brilliant. It was like I want to save all of this for content for later. Yeah. <laughs> it was like That's insults funny. that I just never thought of putting words together, and I was just like, "Oh, that is so good." <laughs> You're like, you go, girl. Yes. Yeah. You yes. got that shit. Sometimes you got to think outside of the box for internet insulting. Yeah. yeah so apparently, sure. they're gay guys, so they're not thinking inside the box at all. <laughs> I think that might take the cake for uh, for this episode's <laughs> tagline of Renee. Those guys never think inside the box. Oh, man. So Are listen, we going to have to put like a parental advisory thing on this episode? Dude, we always do. The, it's always explicit, especially when she's oh, on really? the fucking show. Oh, yeah. oh shit. We oh, got yeah. that. I love that word explicit. Yeah. So so sharp and like such intent. <laughs> so, Renee, 2015 seemed like a pretty amazing year for you. Um, you know, it's I know okay. that's. Yeah, it was all right. <laughs> I got on you the know. Daily Mail twice. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. So how's how's 2016 looking so far? I mean, obviously right now you're 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 gallivanting around Europe, but um, what's some of the oh. what's some crazy shit you'll be getting into this year? 
Oh, it uh, sucks. Actually, I'm, in, I'm in Venice and Holland. This I can't stand it. This <laughs> <laughs> is hard, okay? Fuck you, man. <laughs> you travel oh. with a suitcase full of dresses and belts and all kinds of leather apparatuses, and you have to make an outfit out of that every day. Do you see my backpack? <laughs> <laughs> I am going to New Orleans, so there I have to go. check my bag now. <laughs> <laughs> Some freaky shit. Uh, <laughs> Let me see here. Uh, what is 2016 going to look like? I just, right before we started this podcast, I just got off the phone with Creative Live. So, what? Have, that is awesome. I'm fucking stoked, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I, I got on Creative Live for their photo week in September last mm. year. So, if anybody wants to watch that, they can check that out. It's 90 minutes, and that's a really small amount of time to do a composite class in. So, I'm doing yeah. a composite class for Creative Live for two days. And uh, nice. more details than that, but it'll be two days of craziness. And I believe it's going to be the second week of April, but don't quote me. So you have to wait for the announcement on the Creative Live website and, of course, my own social media and website and so on and so forth. For we sure. just quoted sure. you. It's in there. You're quoted. That's great. That's awesome. That's awesome. You yeah. Know, we, well, we, yeah. We have a lot of friends been on there and it's a great platform and. We've obviously got a yeah. chance to sit down with the you know one of the co-founders and CEO Chase Jarvis, who's you know everyone can respect the shit out of that guy and what yeah. he does. I and Kenna, so can't forget Kenna. That's right, and we had Kenna on. Yeah. Hello, Kenna internet was great. <laughs> yeah. Well, what I what I thought was um, was awesome when I did Photo Week. Uh, there was like an after party when Photo Week's over, and all the employees were like, "Thank fucking god, it's over!" Because you know any <laughs> any big week like that. I mean, WPPI, yeah. you know, or PPE. You know, at the end of those four days, you're just like, fuck everything. I'm so yeah. done, right? Oh, <laughs> because yeah, it sure. is chaos 24 <laughs> 7. And it's the same thing with Photo Week. I mean, they, they have, they run everything like a Swiss watch. Like, it is a oh, very, it's run nuts. Team. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, they take it real serious over there with the production staff and everything else. Yeah. And I mean, they do an amazing job. So when, <laughs> uh, when I finished everything and we were at this, we were at this after drinks thing. Like Chase walks up to me, shakes my hand. He's like, "Hey, man, I heard you did a really good job." And I was just like, "Oh my god, Chase Jarvis!" Chase Jarvis. <laughs> <laughs> you complimented me. <laughs> I, like first, at first, I had to look at him, and I was like, "That's Chase Jarvis. Who the fuck is this guy? It looks like Chase Jarvis." Oh my god, it's Chase Jarvis. <laughs> That's awesome. It, yeah. it was like multiple levels of like, "Holy fucking shit!" Uh, <laughs> because I mean, I don't see myself at that level you know like the smug mug video came out i was right. like you know you comparing make, all the other music a little bit mm-hmm. yeah it's just no way and then you know being at wppi and ppe and then all of a sudden getting these contracts from these these major companies is just like holy fuck is this like i'm not ready for this is this happening <laughs> why are people being nice to me i don't actually know anything it's just a horrible case of imposter imposter syndrome but you right. know yeah, the more, the more and every, you do, the everyone, more you question yourself. Yeah. Sorry? The more you do, the more you question yourself, it seems. like. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, it's, anybody in general. Yeah, I think it goes to, like, you know, there's, there's this, this great graphic on the internet, and it, it shows a circle or with, like, a red circle on the inside and a white outline of that is the circle and all the blackness around that circle. And so yeah. the, the red stuff is the stuff that you know. The white thin circle around the red stuff is the stuff you know you don't know. And then the black shit's all the stuff that you don't know you don't know. And so as the red circle grows, 
I think it just had right. an aneurysm. <laughs> <laughs> As the red circle grows of the stuff that you know, the more you know you don't know grows. Yeah, and all of a sudden yeah. you realize you know fucking nothing. Even though you might know a lot, you just realize you're just like, oh my God. <laughs> that's, that's like that's like this Carl Sagan quote, the creative world. <laughs> We're just that, that, oh, come on. The pale blue dots, the pale blue dot statement. Just the pale blue dot. There you go. Creatively of knowing. Never mind. <laughs> that one, that one over your heads. Come on! Hey, no, I'm just saying, if, if you're going to mention, then you got to talk about it. Carl Sagan, man, you got come on. You don't I'm know Carl aware. Sagan. I'm saying, explain to people it's a radio show. <laughs> she explained the fucking dot and the way it works. Yeah, it's not a classroom. Come on. <laughs> All right, guys, when you listen to this, Google Carl Sagan. There you find, go. find the relevance. There you <laughs> go. So, speaking of imposter syndrome, we'll just we'll just put it out there. Name the dumbest thing you've done since we last saw you. <laughs> I have a Stevie, list if you want Stevie, it. <laughs> yeah. Well, mostly her, not you, Stevie. Mostly her. <laughs> What's the dumbest thing that I've done? Uh, I haven't. I, I almost said I haven't done a lot since I saw you, and I thought about it, and I was like, I've been in eight countries. Um. <laughs> <laughs> NBD, Ooh. no big deal. Just uh, <laughs> doing my thing. You should just drop your microphone right now. <laughs> uh, didn't make it to nine countries? No, that, fuck, that'd be arrogant sounding. I don't know if I could pull that off with <laughs> a straight face. <laughs> uh, what would be... Yeah, we'll call you back when it's like 10 countries, all right? We're hanging yeah. up. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> like amateur hour. And, and I was thinking about this earlier. Like, what is the dumbest thing I've done lately? Uh... God, uh, hmm. I was sober when I went to go see Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think, by the way? Visually awesome. It was a rewrite of the first movie. I could watch that movie on mute over and over again, but the script just kind of makes me want to die. Kylo Ren, you're a bitch. <laughs> oh. did you, all right, speaking of Kylo Ren, not to go too far off track, but did you see the Saturday Night Live episode where he so was the... Good. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, the, that the was undercover great. boss thing? Yeah. Fucking yeah. funny. These, that was awesome. All these companies are making action figures of his undercover boss character. <laughs> really? Yeah. They, they're so good. So if good. If you haven't funny. seen this, you know, listeners, please check that out. It is so good. It is. Oh, yeah. It was better than Star Wars. <laughs> that fucking skit was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kylo runs a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise, guys. I'm Kylo Ren. Yeah, dude, we knew since you came in. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of knew since my name's Adam. Yeah, or whatever yeah. his name was. It's like I, that's when I kind of, the second you opened your mouth, I knew it was you. <laughs> and so, I mean, you're, you're a cat. You're a cat lover. Um, I'm sure you saw the Kylo Ren cat that got adopted. It looked exactly like Adam oh Driver. Oh, my God. Yeah. What? You've never you seen see this? That? No. Oh, my God. You know what? Now I have to show it to you. Just literally because you're going to have to have a reaction. I'm gonna I'm gonna type in Adam Driver cat and or even Kylo Ren cat and it was like all over the internet and people people were like posting about it and someone actually ended up adopting the cat. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm gonna try Hold and on. find it. Well, if you can look it up. Oh too, Jesus I mean. Christ! Look at that face. <laughs> oh, there you go. You looked it up. There you go. <laughs> Oh Come God. on, tell me you've never seen a cat that looks so much like a human being. It's not even funny. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that face, though. <laughs> yeah. 
And I just I just looked it up, and now that it's saying move over, Kylo Ren cat. Here's Reese Reese Witherspoon kitten. I don't see it, but well, oh whatever. Kylo Ren cat is totally winning this. Yeah, the Kylo Ren cat's fucking on point. This is That's why sure. internet exists. <laughs> yeah, I I would agree on that. All right. This is so why there is internet. <laughs> you mentioned um, the dumbest thing, and you mentioned all the traveling you've done. So now. Tell us the coolest thing you've done since we last saw you. And remember, impress us. We're important people. Isle of Sky was fucking amazing. Which one? I have Isle of Sky. I have really? dreamed of going to the Isle of Sky since I found out that Scotland was a thing when I was a kid. Right. And I finally, it took me 30 years to get there and I finally did it. And it was just unbelievable. Uh, That's awesome. A group of us went in the off season. So it was cold and wet and rainy, which is fine. I have a cannon, so that shit's almost waterproof. and <laughs> <laughs> handles that shit. Uh, but in other case, yeah, it was, I mean, Sky just took my fucking breath away in ways that I didn't know could be done. It was just so beautiful. And even even in the off-season, I mean, it's better because there's no fucking people. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, and the, the other thing, the one thing that sucks about Sky is there was no Wi-Fi connection or cell service anywhere. And I had, mm-hmm. you know, emails mm-hmm. and shit that needed to go out. So I was perpetually like, holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> how how <laughs> long were we there for? Waiting on stuff. We were there for five days. Okay, nice. Yeah, uh, nice. Sky was Sky was just amazing. So, uh, yeah. Oh, I know the dumbest thing I did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go. Uh, when I left for three months, I totally did not leave a battery retainer on my car. So when I came back, my car was Mm. fucking dead and my car has an alarm (laughs) on it. So in order to get into my car, I had to use a key and then I had to, of course, pop the hood and plug in, you know, something to charge my battery. But because I'd used the key to get into my car, I was constantly shorting out the battery and, and all this anyway. So I had to pull the battery and I was just like, what the fuck? And it was it was like, what the fuck cold Canada temperature, yeah. you know? Yeah. It just gets so fucking shitty up there in winter. And there's no I think heat I remember in the seeing all your posts about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was just it was just like a whole bunch of like, ah. <laughs> it was, yeah, That's I had a bunch go. of shit going. I, I got to get back on my bike. <laughs> Fuck. You know? yeah, it's fucking winter, man. There's no way. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> it was like four feet of snow. But yeah, so that was just like, ah, that sucked. I had a bunch of stuff go wrong, but that was the one that it was just like, I know better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but for sure. So, so I suffered. You mentioned all the travel you do, right? The people, the you're smart enough to know about, you know, the importance of networking and and all that kind of stuff. And you've gotten the attention of some some pretty big companies and clients over the years. So what would you say is the biggest risk you've taken with your business? Uh, I think anytime I get to go on a plane and I'm meeting somebody that I don't know who the fuck they are is a pretty big risk. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> just a big sure. safety risk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Sounds like so a Liam Neeson uh, movie. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so you're referring to like when you travel a lot that you go to these places that um that people obviously host you and help you do like workshops and that kind of stuff or or client work and stuff like mm-hmm. that yeah so i mean uh i i take all the precautions i possibly can but of course there's always that thing you know that it's just you know please let this one be okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> yeah. yeah um 
Let me see. I, I mean, there's there's been lots of risks. I mean, I haven't mm-hmm. I haven't got anywhere. I mean, most of the stuff I've taken or that I've got with this career is because I took a shitload of risks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm constantly gambling uh, and right. seeing what's going to work and what isn't going to work. I've said yes to jobs that I had no fucking idea how to do. Mm-hmm. So I hired assistants that knew more than I did. <laughs> there you go. That's, That's the, the way, way to do it. it. Hire I mean, people was, who are smarter than you. Yeah, and, and always that make you look too. better. <laughs> so would you would uh, you say of all the risks you've taken, is there any like inflection points? You know, like where you said, okay, this is we're looking back. Um, you know, this this one thing I did really propelled the next you know couple months or that year or whatever. Yeah, yeah. The there there's one in particular that took that jump for me, and that was my first WPPI actually. Oh, nice. Uh, I went down one, there. I had I had no fucking money. It was like four years ago. It was the year that I started traveling. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and I was still I was still pretty baby in my career. Uh, and I was invited to go down there to assist a guy who was a mentor of mine. Pardon me. Uh, and so we uh, I, I was like, yeah, for sure. I'll, t- I'll totally go down there. I caught a flight. I didn't have any money to speak of. I was so broke at that point. <laughs> And I was, and I was just like, you know what? I've never been to one of these before. I'm just going to do it. And so I assisted the guy who was mentoring me for one day. And I had uh, Ben Von Wong come down, and Christy Mitchell from the UK came over, and Zemotion from New York. That's cool. And we yeah. all just like grabbed. Well, Zemotion wound up grabbing her. She had friends in the area, so she stayed with her friends. And then it was Christy Mitchell, uh, Ben Von Wong, and myself. We had this this room, uh, this hotel room, and we just hit the convention and all of a sudden I was just like, holy fuck, there's all these companies here and started talking to people and, you know, people saw my work and were instantly receptive to it. And, uh, it mm-hmm. just, that was the big one. Cause it was just, I mean, I didn't have the money to spend, but I was like, you know what, this is an investment. This is not yeah. me going to party in Vegas. You know, this isn't me going to go get, go get shit faced and spend money on expensive food. This is, this is the, the thing that is going to feed me. So, yeah. you know, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. great. And I mean, let's be honest. I mean, that was that for us, that was photo plus last exactly. year. I mean, that's where we mm-hmm. met you and that's where we met, you know, everyone else we had on like clay and Jeremy and we, uh, you know, saw Pratik and finally met, um, you know, so many amazing <laughs> people that was, you know, awesome. Yeah. Bella was great. Finally got to meet Bella, you know, uh, Bella. Um, incredible. <laughs> yeah. It was one of those moments. Like, if if Pratik ever breaks up with her, I'm fucking taking her. She is mine. <laughs> It'll never happen. But. Yeah, yeah. So, Stevie, you were saying? Um, I lost my thoughts. Photo Plus Expo, transformational experience. Nothing? Uh, oh, no. I mean, just getting off your ass and going out and trying to meet people. Like, Renee, when you were saying, like, I didn't know. I, I'm not up to these like this standard. I'm not up to these people's like level. I feel like that all the time. But when you go there and you just fucking meet people, you're like, all right, maybe it's not that far off. Maybe it's not that like unrealistic. It's like I got off my ass and went there, and it's it's you can touch it. It's there in front of you. Yeah, you can't just sit behind a computer like sending emails, trolling, hoping shit comes. You have to fucking do shit. Yeah, well, I mean, it used to be the time. It used to be the time in marketing where sending out emails was the thing to do because nobody met face to face anymore. Well, yeah. now that sending out emails is the easy thing to do, now you got to spend money and get on that fucking airplane. Yeah. So, yeah. like my, I mean, my expenses, my first few years, and and even now for travel were insane. I mean, I've I've had meetings with companies. So 
uh, there's a couple of game companies that I was in negotiations with there for a little while. And uh, I didn't know I was going to get the job. I had no idea. And yeah. they said, hey, uh, you know, we're going to be, you know, one of our reps is going to be in Vancouver. Do you want to do you want to meet for coffee? And I said, oh, yeah, for sure. Actually, you know, I'm going to be in Vancouver that weekend. I'll meet I'll meet you there. That'll be awesome. That's perfect timing. I wasn't mm-hmm. going to be in Vancouver that weekend. <laughs> that's how it is <laughs> right and i booked a flight out there and i met with them and then i flew home and you know yeah. i could have stayed out there longer but i had other stuff to do so it was just like i flew out there did the meeting and left and they figured it out later they were like ah you really want that job i was like fuck yeah i do <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome you know? yeah and yeah. You know, does it pay off every time of course not but i mean right. does it cost no, you, a lot you won't know until you do it like yeah Exactly. Like it's yeah, like, it's taking risks and they're not all gonna pay off. And it's it's basically taking the calculated risks of yeah. you know, okay, maybe enough of these are gonna work out. And if you're getting to the point where you're taking so many risks and nothing's working, maybe it's time to take a step back, take a breather, um, you yeah. know, look at it from a different angle. Uh, one thing that I tell a lot of people who are getting into the business of photography, so not just photography, but people yeah. who want working pros, uh, I tell them if if you're at the point you're at the three year mark. And you're you're burning out and you're super lost and you're broke as fuck and you're frustrated and you're scared. Go back to work for a little bit. Right. Take six months. Go get a job. Fucking realign your head for a little bit and clear mm-hmm. your thoughts and fall back in love with your career and find a new business plan and then jump at it again, like with all you've got. But if yeah. you're so far in the thick of it that you can't get your way out and you're you're hurting and you're miserable and you're just hating life. Well, that's not the point of doing a career, a creative career. That's not why we do this. We don't do this to hate our fucking lives. We do this because yeah. we can't. We do this because we love it. And if you're so far in it that you can't see a way out, get out, take a break, go get a job at Starbucks for six months, and and get clear eyes again, and then go back into it. Right. One thing that you said is so important. Like, well, fuck Starbucks, but. <laughs> the other stuff like you're not getting if you're not getting into photography you're getting into the business which is so important and i mean i i was struggling for a while but the past year or two i started actually putting money into marketing like going broke again doing marketing and i think 2 days ago i think it was after we did the podcast the other what was it yesterday Jose? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah i was going to yeah. say with uh, visual visual revolutionary yeah, I started looking at my statistics for one of my first, like the big email uh, campaign I sent out. Mm-hmm. And it, it gives you that boost of confidence because like there were, I got stoked because there were five like dream clients of mine that they just opened and clicked, which nice. when it's an email is fucking amazing. It's yeah. not an opt out. And like nerdy statistics like that with like business and marketing, it just, it gives you that confidence. It gives you that like spark in your ass to be like, all right, fuck awesome what can i yeah. do next where can i go who can i call what do i have to right. do to get there like meet these people so right. like you like that simple little thing renee you saying getting into the business of photography is so so much more important than i think anything else we've said so far no, yeah, I mean, yeah well, <laughs> it's we're getting well first of all to be fair we're getting uh, on that deep. on that level yeah we're getting pretty deep <laughs> yeah. in this point um but i think i need i know rank. we've talked about this with renee before when we saw her at ppe that you know you all gave me the stunned fucking look of like did she just say that (laughs) where (laughs) it it brings up a good point that we actually i would just um, get a fucking blink 182 comments but yeah 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 (laughs) so stevie stevie and i the other day were on another podcast as guests 
and we were to, on the topic of what you just mentioned. You know, we were on the topic of uh, being in this for for the long haul. You know, like what what do you really want to do? Do you really want to be a photographer? It's not exactly what a lot of people think getting into it. And you mentioned it. I mean, that was the same thing I said. I told people, I'm like, you have to not be beneath saying that you're going to take a shitty job for a, a, a slow winter or mm-hmm. for even you're even going to have a slow year. But well, it's it delayed gratification, any- man. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a, it's a huge thing. That's for success in anything, though. I mean, you, you yeah. talk to to anybody who's achieved any kind of, of success and it's delayed gratification. Like people who are in really good shape, you know, they started out overweight. They're in great shape now. Delayed gratification. They're just yeah. like, no, if I work hard now, it will pay off later. But it's not just working hard. It's working smart. And yeah. the other one of the things that I think is is so funny is people are like, oh, it's all just hard work. It's hard work. It's hard work. And it's grind and it's grind. I think more importantly is it's just building really, really good, efficient work habits so that once they're habits, it's not hard work anymore. It's just like waking up in the morning and brushing your teeth. It's just part of your routine. It's part of your day. It's not hard. Doesn't mean that building those habits is going to be easy. Well, maybe not. But if you if you want it bad enough and you're smart with it, you know, it's it's not just blind grind because I think Chase has sent out uh, one of his email blasts like a week Mm -hmm. ago about building solid habits which is yeah. so important being productive and not just but busy for the sake of being busy it's funny mm-hmm. like you you bring up the patience factor and everyone says oh photography career it's a roller coaster like no it's not it's a fucking lazy river like <laughs> you know what I, I, I feel like that's so much more accurate because like it's so gratifying but it takes so long <laughs> mm-hmm. oh absolutely but, i mean if you're like my career really took off faster than I thought it was going to. It took off faster yeah. than I was prepared for. Right. It still took years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It didn't just, I mean, like overnight success, quote unquote, is usually preceded by 10 years of hard fucking work. Yeah. In so reality, you were riding that lazy river and then you went up to the big water slide. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I still feel like I'm on that smaller river though because, I mean, I, I know what, what the big swimming pool looks like and I know that I'm not quite there yet. But uh, it's still, it's still, you know, it's, it's, fuck, man, it's a grind. <laughs> yeah, no, but hey, you know what? You it's know for a fact. Part's the P part. Right. Where you're, uh, you're at least doing the, you're making the right steps. You know, you're, you're, you're doing the right things you have to do and you're definitely getting there. Hey, you said it yourself, you've been involved in some things just in the last year that you couldn't believe the company you were with, but to everyone else <laughs> yeah. and, and take, trust me, me and Stevie know it, uh, that we always saw you in that kind of category so (laughs) yeah so yeah of course of course so (laughs) kind of getting back to it what do you like in in reference to that name your biggest fear creatively uh my biggest fear is always the burnout and uh i'm just very slowly pulling myself out of a very bad burnout uh really bad burnout uh so I was burned out most of last year. So mm-hmm. the last year when I had the biggest jobs I've ever had in my entire life, I was so burned out I could barely think, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, which is so unhealthy and so bad. And it was showing in the work and it was it was showing in the habits and how I was treating myself and how I was treating other people. Not that it was abhorrently bad, but uh, it was the sneaky, quiet kind of burnout that isn't really obvious. It isn't the one that... Uh, my first burnout I hit, I was so burned out, touching my camera made me want to throw up. 
So it wasn't that kind of burnout, but it was the kind that was really insidious. It, it just like snuck into my veins and and just poisoned everything that I did just a tiny little bit. And it's been trying to get that poison out of my system because it built a bunch of habits that were toxic to my career, mm-hmm. that were toxic to my health, that were toxic to, you know, the kind of lifestyle that I want to live. And so it's it's having to to first become aware that, holy fuck, there's a problem here. And then... Mm-hmm. reworking those habits because you can't just flick the switch or at least I can't just flick the switch and make everything okay again and just be like oh these are my old habits fuck it we're good you know we're we're not wired that way in yeah. in you know the way our brain works it, it doesn't physically work that way and right. so uh that's been that's been tough I mean I've, I get a lot of messages from people all the time they're like oh man how do you how do you get through a burnout and it's like there's so many ways to get through a burnout because mm-hmm. there's so many different reasons why we burn out and the creative burnout is one that just, it just fucking scares me. Uh, and so just today, I mean, being here in Holland, I finally started, uh, I started planning some shoots here that I'm really excited about. And I don't know if they're going to work and I'm okay with that. <laughs> uh, yeah. But the fact that I feel excited, like I have to, I have to fall back in love with my career because I find these careers are like marriages. You know, you have to keep falling in love with the person that you're with over and over again. And it changes as time goes on. And it's the same thing with the career. You know, the most exciting time to be a photographer is mm-hmm. right at the beginning when you turn that thing on. And you're like, holy crap, what's aperture? Oh, my God, it makes the background blurry. That's so <laughs> fucking cool. Right? Like, that's when it's the most exciting. Yeah. And then it gets it gets harder and it changes. And your love for it is still there, but it evolves and it grows. And the way that, it, you know, you treat each other, you know, to personify the career um, you know, evolves over time, and it's learning how to handle that evolution, right? Yeah, I mean, and you've you've, yeah. you've said it. You get you have some good things in place that help. Um, mm-hmm. And I think a big thing, like you already started doing, is is those personal projects where you sit there and say, "Hey, I, I'm picking up my camera, and it may not be the outcome may not be amazing, and that's okay." And I think when yeah. you have a little taste of success. That's the pressure you put in yourself is that it constantly has to be this upward, you know, uh, moving rocket that you're on. And if you take sometimes mm-hmm. you, after a single bit of success, you take some steps back, it fucking hurts, you know? Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it's you, tough. Yeah. You know, and, and like you said, you have to fall back in love with it. And I know for me, like, I know we, when we, we met and, and, and Photo Plus, we even talked about it then that you were feeling the effects of, of being burnt out and you were, trying to actively combat them. And, and, and I think also a big part of that is being open, that open about it. And we, yeah. we fucking met you and you were t- telling us about mm-hmm. it. And we're like, yeah, that's, yeah, we, we, uh, and you realize that as a photographer, we've all been there, mm-hmm. you know? Well, it was interesting um, at Photo Plus uh, to see you guys there because that was, that was just after I'd had two major brain injuries. Um, you know, one yeah. was internal and one was external and uh, they were three weeks apart and it just fried my brain. It, it knocked back my ability to create images two years, you know, and I've spent the last few months just trying to rebuild those neurosynapses. It's like trying to teach myself to learn to walk again. Like when I had my bike crash Mm -hmm. and I got run over, uh, I had to teach myself to walk again. So for six months I didn't walk. And then after that it was rebuilding the patterns so that the the legs would remember how to, how to do their thing again. And then it was two years before I ran. And so, you know, the, the doctors are sitting here telling me like, oh, yeah, no, it'll be like a year to two years before you get that back. And I was like, no fucking way. I'm not waiting that long. And so it's just mm-hmm. applying it. But it's fucking scary when the thing that you do that you love that gives you fuel all of a sudden is taken away from you. And right. 
I had never been in a place before where I couldn't be creative. Um, I, with one of them, I had to get a spinal tap. And let me tell you, there's nothing That's worse I've harsh, ever yeah. experienced. I mean, I, getting run over was easier than getting a spinal tap. Uh, yeah. And, you know, and it was the point where I had to, the post-puncture migraines were so bad. All I could do was lay flat on my back. And that was the only thing that took away mm-hmm. that pain. And it was, it was pain like I've never experienced. I had no idea that a, a human body could experience that much agony. It was right. just amazing. Yeah. And so when I saw you guys at Photo Plus, like, yeah, man, I was, I was still like in the thick of it. <laughs> and I'm like, I got to present. <laughs> yeah. I got to do creative live. I have to do all this stuff. And I, you know, when I did creative live, I couldn't see the monitor because it took away my close vision at first. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't mm-hmm. see my screen. Wow. <laughs> so wow. That's crazy. I mean, I'm watching the TV a lot. If, <laughs> if you ever watch it, I think they cut out most of it. But I mean, I look a lot at the TV just to see what I'm doing because I couldn't actually see the screen. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's fucking terrifying. And I mean, even when I had my, when I was run over, I could, I could be creative even though I was stuck in bed. Right. And I thought right. that was the worst thing. I thought that was like, oh my God, I can't get anywhere. I got to bring the world to me. Okay. I'll learn compositing. Right. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was the worst. And yeah. all of a sudden I realized I'm laying on my back and I cannot look at a shiny screen for more than a few minutes because it hurts so much. Mm-hmm. And you know, that uh, has made me appreciate things in ways <laughs> that I yeah, didn't totally. know that I could. But it also put yeah. a little bit of fear in there and went like, holy shit, like, you know, what happens if this is permanent? You yeah. know, and then I just put that out of my head. I was like, fuck that. This is not going to be permanent. <laughs> I was like, that's not even <laughs> that's not even allowed to be in my vocabulary. I mean, if people yeah. who are quadriplegics can come back and start running marathons again, I was like, I'll mm-hmm. be able to make images again. I'm not fucking doing this shit. Yeah, but yeah, sure. <laughs> that's you awesome. Know, it's good. It's, yeah, it's good that you had that that kind of mentality and. And I think it's a good segue in the next question. You know, I, I always it's good ask for people like, to hear that too. Yeah, <laughs> it's really good for people to hear that, especially yeah. when people bitch about like, "Oh, it's not happening yet. It's not happening." It takes a long time. There's a lot of shit you might have to deal with in between. Yeah, exactly. And you know, it's it's been really amazing being so open about. I mean, a lot of people are like, "Oh, why are you so public about this stuff?" I'm like, because you know what? I'm not the only one that has bad shit happen in their fucking life. We all yeah. have bad shit happening in our lives, right? I mean, so since that Smug Mug video came out. I had emails from people that just would make me cry. Like I, I got an email from one guy. He was a quadriplegic from an accident. And he uh, somehow managed to get some motion back in his upper body, in his hands, in mm-hmm. his arms. And so he took up photography of miniatures and started building these tiny little sets from a wheelchair, wow. building, like taking like little Lego dudes and little miniatures and build, doing photography from that. And he's, he's like, dude, you know, he said, this, this has saved my life. And I was just like, I mean, the, the emails that people would yeah. send. Right. It just like and I was sitting there and I mean, this guy's never going to walk again. He's never going to have great movement of his hands again or anything like that. But yet he has this love that's keeping him going. And then Mm -hmm. every now and then I get an email from somebody just like being whiny. And I get it when you're in it, you know, and you don't see what's going on around you. And you don't see that, like, you know, you actually have it really fucking good. But you just don't Mm -hmm. have the perspective to see how good you have it because I didn't have the perspective to see how good I had it. Uh, even before this brain injury, I was just like, you know, I was frustrated and burned out anyways. And then all of a sudden, whap, two brain injuries. And now you're going mm-hmm. like, you know what? It was pretty good before, like a month ago, like five days ago. <laughs> Can we go back awesome. to that? I'm so yeah. sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? And it's just like the universe is like, whap, 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 whap. Like, right. fuck, all right, I'm sorry. <laughs> right. Me. right, right, so, right, right. Yeah. Uh, all right, so we're right back. What would you say, like, you know, again, is like your your most meaningful moment in your career thus far? 
I think the most there I've I've had a lot of most meaningful moments. I mean, whenever I I pick up somebody to mentor and they go on and do amazing stuff, that's incredible. Yeah. Uh, I think every single time that I get an email from somebody saying that I've done or said something that impacted their life in a positive way, it's a good thing. Uh, mm-hmm. When people mm-hmm. read the blogs on my blog post and say that, you know. It's, it's changed something for them or it's reaffirmed something for them. All the really, really great things that have ever come from photography have come from being able to give something back. Right. And yeah. there's no replacement for that. You know, uh, photography for me, in a lot of ways, is just a vessel to be able to reach out to more people, to be able to get out there and say, you know what, whatever it is that you want to do, you know, it's, it could be possible. Right. And this is something that I think uh, a lot of people will sometimes mistake and they'll say, you know, greatness can, you know, anybody can be great. And I don't necessarily Mm -hmm. agree with that because, you know, if you want to be an incredible marathon runner and then, you know, you have a genetic bone disorder, you know, probably you're not going to be a great marathon runner. Right. So there, there are certain limitations. But does that mean that greatness can come from anybody absolutely uh i i remember when i was in high school a tattoo artist came to my school because i was drawing a lot at the time Mm. and i had Mm. thought you know oh well it's it's career day and you know who wants to talk about being a fucking chemical engineer i was like fucking shoot me (laughs) 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 i didn't have the grades for that and i was never going to and i didn't care uh and so i went to this, this tattoo lecture and uh, I have a lot to thank to him for that because he said, you know, all right, everybody here, raise your hands. Who wants to be a full-time artist? And they grow up. And of course, most of the class raises their hand. Right. And he's like, cool, man. He's like, two of you might fucking do it. Wow. And everyone's just like, <laughs> but yeah. it's the reality. Yeah. And sure. here we are, you know, I'm in my thirties and I think there's only a couple of us in not, not only that class, but the whole school that are in arts full time. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So sure enough, like 11 years later, well, 12 years later, I get asked by a school <laughs> to come and speak at a school. Oh, no shit. And it totally went full circle. And so yeah. here I am talking to a classroom full of kids and about photography and an arts career. And I said, all right, guys. I said, who here wants to have a full-time arts career when they quote unquote mm-hmm. grow, up, grow up, which is bullshit. We never grew <laughs> up anyways. But, you know, when you learn to adult like the rest yeah. of us, yeah. who wants a full-time Adulting. arts career? Everyone, yeah. yeah. Who wants to, who wants, who wants that? And everyone raised their hands. And I said, well, statistically speaking, I said, two of you might do it. And I watched the whole class crumble, right? They were just like, oh, so defeated. And I said, but you know what? I said, don't let me fucking tell you which two of you it's going to be. I said, you know what? I said, break the statistic. I was like, nobody here is to have a statistic to tell you that, oh, that just means that's how it's always going to be. I was like, fuck that shit. I said, you know what? The best thing that you can do is be able to come back here in 10 years and talk to a class the way I'm talking to you now. I said, and pay that forward. That's awesome. That's so. Did you get like you a, little know, really, a little standing ovation from I, I, the little kids? That's exactly like that too. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> close. <laughs> Pretty damn close. You know, because it, it's you know, and it's it's giving people that hope that you know, and I I don't think hope should be blindly placed. I think that that is a very unnecessary and incorrect thing to do to give people blind hope because that's not fair. Yeah. But at the same time, if you've got what it takes, right. And you think you've got what it takes, or maybe you don't think you've got what it takes, but there's this thing inside of you that just can't fucking quit. 
you know, you're never going to know unless you give it everything you've got. And I mean, I, I am thankful for the fact of the way that I got into this career were in ways that I had no choice but to succeed. So when mm -hmm. I went full-time photography the first time, it was because I couldn't walk and I had to pay my rent and there was no way that I could fail. Right. right? And so it was just, um, you know, that was the test. If I was going to fail, then I was going to fail. And, you know, I didn't succeed by much, man. Success, <laughs> success was just like, did I get my rent paid? Awesome. Do I have a little bit left over for food? Yes. Awesome. Win. All right. Next month. <laughs> you know, did yeah, yeah. I shoot everything and anything under the sun just to get a little bit of money? Absolutely. I did. You know, of course I did. But that's because failure was not an option. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, and so it, it's it's just it's pushing people for that. You know, if, if that if that incident had happened to me five years earlier, it would have failed. Right. It would have failed for sure. If it happened four years earlier, it would have failed three years earlier. It would have failed. But right when it happened, when it did, was it just happened to be that perfect time. And I really think that yeah. we we make our own luck. I genuinely think that's a thing. You know, if there is such a thing as luck, uh, you can prepare yourself all you can. I mean, at that point, I've been taking photos for nine months with a point and shoot, and I just switched over to a Nikon D80. <laughs> no <laughs> fucking idea what I was doing. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, can can everybody be great? No, I don't think so. But can anyone be great? Yes, I yeah. think so. Nice. You know, it doesn't, so, it doesn't matter where you come from. So this question is next question is going to have one word in there that I'm sure you, you may have something to say about and you'll, you'll know what it is. Uh, name your biggest regret in your career. Mm, you know what? I get asked this question a lot and I can genuinely say I really don't have any. And, no, and, and you know what? That's That's the reason why I say it. Some people are a little more up front and say, I don't believe in that word where they say like everything is a learning experience without that thing, yeah. whether it went bad or good or, or I thought my world was ending it. I, well, I wouldn't be where I am today without it. So how can I regret exactly. that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. We talked about it yesterday. It's such a, it's such a subjective thing. It's like based on your perception, it could be a, re a regret five years ago, but now when you look back on it, you're like, that was stupid. I wouldn't have been here. It's, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a, it's, yeah, it's such, such a catch twenty two kind of question. Earlier in my career, I used to see those things and regret them. I used to go, "Oh my god, I wish I'd never done that. I wish I'd never booked that client. I wish I never this. Yeah. I wish I never that." I mean, to be honest, I think the only thing I wish I did more often was floss my teeth more because I'd have <laughs> more real teeth in my face. <laughs> nice. So, so Renee, we are uh, over an hour, so we're just going to wrap up here. We have a couple more questions. Wow, that um, was fast. Yeah, right? Oh, hey, when you're having a good time, time flies. Hey, you never did go through Why Canada's <laughs> Awesome. You know, I was I was thinking about <laughs> it, but I thought maybe we'd have more time for the really, really deep stuff and uh, Canadian politics, falling downstairs, and, and maple syrup heist. Just, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we were Guys, we were recording and something happened, so we had to kind of backtrack, backtrack a bit. A so. Bit. Yeah, you, you miss a you miss a fun one. Maybe maybe we'll have it out on another episode. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about Trump and Canadian politics versus yeah, United right. States politics. It's gonna be and, politics and maple syrup. That's the only <laughs> thing that we're gonna discuss. And being on top. And how yeah, awesome there you go. How awesome it is being on top. <laughs> that that could be relatable to the maple syrup. Maybe I don't yeah. know. All right, All right. <laughs> so going back to the deep stuff. Um, if you couldn't share your work with anyone, would you still? make photos. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as it stands right now, I do a lot of work that I don't share with anybody anyways. I mean, I'm perpetually experimenting. I'm always trying new stuff. It's, it's always just this, this process of, 
let's see what happens. And lots of shit never gets seen by anybody other than me. So mm. um, I couldn't help it. Yeah, <laughs> nice. nice. You know, I mean, I've never done this to be to be you know well known. I mean, it was a running joke when I was first getting into taking photos, not being a photographer, but just taking photos and. You and I, Jose and I, you and I have opinions on that. But at that point, I was just taking <laughs> photos. I was not a photographer. <laughs> uh, and so, you know, it was, it was, it was literally by accident that all this happened. And mm-hmm. uh, I used my skills of knowing what it was like being a freelance model of, you know, how to get work. And I just applied that to photography. And in some ways that uh, required skills of, you know, okay, you have to put yourself out there and people have to know who you are in order to book you. And, but was any of this planned? No. (laughs) It it literally happened. And now all of a sudden it was just like, okay, well, what's step one, step two, step three, step four, right? So, but I mean, was I doing it before I was sharing it with anybody? Yeah. Would I still? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. All right. So where can people check out your stuff and learn more about what you do? Uh, that entirely depends on which side of me you want to see. <laughs> Ooh, okay. <laughs> I think the better question—the better question—is where can all the trolls swarm to to, yeah, give you wonderful, uplifting comments? StevieChrisPhoto dot com. Burn. Fucking burn. That site doesn't exist. So yeah <laughs> well whatever just google search stevie chris photography that's, that's <laughs> definitely where you go for all the burning and all the trolling it's a good site <laughs> dude she fucking she got you good man she got you good i mean if we were if we could if we could have planned or hoped for anything it would be it would be renee burning the shit out of you and that was that was it waited right until the fucking end that was awesome that was well worth it it was well worth it. I don't, Stevie has nothing to say right now. It's fine. I don't know if that's such a burn. I mean, that'll be traffic being going to my site. So yeah, and then people I don't will know. Re, they'll re-edit your nice images and they'll post them on your You'll Facebook. You'll get all and, the dick pics. All the dick pics. <laughs> oh, I'll I'll just repost it. I'll give I'll give them credit though. Don't worry. Yeah, I'll give yeah. everybody oh, credit. God. I almost started a Tumblr page for like all the dick pics that I get, and then I decided I didn't actually want to you know give these people notoriety um oh but i God. saw i think that's actually, it's actually a thing though it is a thing yeah, yeah it's totally a thing uh but hold on here there is a oh yeah <laughs> receiving a dick pic from a guy is kind of like my cat bringing me a dead mouse i can see you're proud of it but i'm not touching it <laughs> <laughs> yeah i've seen that one that one's good <laughs> And there, yeah. there you go, guys. If you want to send dick pics, go to joserosadofoto.com. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. A whole bunch of, of roosters. Yeah. Getting back. Yeah, thank hey, you. Yeah. yeah. Back on topic. Where can we check out your work, Renee? <laughs> you can check out my work on Facebook, which, of course, is facebook.com slash Renee Robin Photography. Uh, there is, of course, the website, renerobinphotography.com. Instagram at Renee Robin Photography, Twitter at Renee Robin Photo because they don't allow enough fucking characters to add photography at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, if you want to find out anything about me, there's the Smug Mug film, which of course you can watch if you just Google search Smug Mug Films Renee Robin, R E N E E R O B Y N. That'll get you that link, and a Google search will pull up all sorts of things. So, <laughs> nice. awesome. Right. 
You can watch Renee cold on a Ducati. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Freezing my fucking ass off, man. <laughs> awesome. But you're, so cool. you're on a Ducati. It kinda, it's kind of worth it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of sex <laughs> between my legs. <laughs> I knew that was coming sometime. <laughs> well, listen, Renee, thank you for coming back on. Thank you for being one of the most fun people we always love yes. talking to. Uh, Dealing with our asses. Exactly. We'll, we'll be seeing you in <laughs> Vegas. Best of luck yes. in Venice. And, you know, thank you. So yeah. last but not least, uh, who's someone that you would like to hear us talk to on the show? I've been thinking about this, and there is a guy in Los Angeles called Ash Thorpe. His name is Ash Thorpe? He's a Viking. Seriously. Totally fucking with me here. I'm trying to spell. <laughs> I'm a photographer. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Ashthorpe. A-S-H-T-H-O-R-P. Mm-hmm. Uh, his work is ridiculous. I have full plans of trying to find out how to contact him and not come off like a complete fucking weirdo. Uh, he did. If you've ever seen any of the, there's these great art series uh somebody did a bunch of still life photos of ghost in the shell but done in real time like like uh, with a model and everything oh wow they're amazing they're so good and his work's just incredible and a friend of mine knows him really well and says he's a cool guy so i don't mind giving him the shout out because i'm taking his word for it but i would love to hear what he's got to say and uh you know yeah i really want to meet him (laughs) nice all right (laughs) all right so yeah, that's purely selfish terms, but he's no, just blindingly no talented. And any other people, <laughs> any other non-photographers? Well, he, I don't know if he's really a photographer. He's just a digital artist. Right. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, like in general, like other people who just maybe like, uh, for instance, we're having my one buddy's a really great tattoo artist and he's coming on. Can probably have a lot of the same the same things you talk about with relation to having a full-time art career in terms yeah, of... Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, tattoo, tattoo arts for sure would be fun. Um what else is there? Non-photographer types. If you guys could get your hands on Louis Royo, he's a painter out of Spain. Mm-hmm. That'd be awesome. All right. Yeah. I oh, would do a lot Arroyo? of terrible shit. Royo. L-U-I-S-R-O-Y-O. <laughs> Louis Royo. I would do a lot of terrible shit to be in the room with that podcast. <laughs> I, oh, yeah. I followed, we'll, we'll keep, I've, we'll keep I've you followed his work for a long time. Uh so my claim to fame with that is that he and I both been published in the same magazine. So we both were published in Heavy Metal magazine. Nice. So yeah, nice. That cool. that's awesome. All right, all right. <laughs> well, listen, but, Renee. Again, thank you so much for taking the time out. Yes. Thanks for you guys, it's so tell, good to see you. Tell Trey Radcliffe we uh, we said hello. We'd love to have yeah. him on as well eventually. That'd be I amazing. Could. Yeah. I'll talk to him. Yeah, for happens. sure. All right, all right. Well, listen. Take care. Uh, enjoy the rest of your trip, and we'll see you soon. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Stay awesome, guys. Talk I'll see you, you guys soon. in a month. All right. Take care. <laughs> yes. Bye. Bye.